Seagull. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 43 of Off the Field Podcast. What is up, guys? It's going to be a big one, and I'm going to start it off by saying make sure you're subscribed here to Off the Field and to my personal channel, Austin Kleschka, because there's a lot of bangers going up this week on that channel. Tell them, tell them. And uh, I was in New York. I was at the Gold Glove Awards. I went to this BBG event. Lots of things to talk about in this episode. But Mobo finally has something to talk about that's not his car. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what is me. that? Bear with me. The car content is going to come. But uh, I just went to Camp Flognog. I got back. Which uh, is? Camp Flognog is Tyler the Creator's festival, music festival. Yes. And basically it's a big old carnival on the parking lot of Dodger Stadium wrapping. Yes half the stadium yes uh we were behind left field mm -hmm. and it was beautiful it was massive tons of people showed up i mean it was sold out which mm -hmm. was a given but i didn't realize how big it was until i was stuck inside of the mosh pit yeah um, <laughs> the growing mosh pit. who went with you uh nobody now who said they were gonna go with you uh had a little kirsch with mm -hmm. me i had some reason javi's name gets thrown out it was gabe <laughs> gabe was gonna go with me and a couple more friends uh not softball related but everybody backed out nobody could get tickets and that's the lesson i told you guys last episode of if you want to do it and it's by yourself just do it there you go so how was it dude it was excuse my french it was bitching who performed oh my god let me tell you or who did you see perform well okay I'll, I'll give you the list of who i saw so on saturday i saw uh bombing tiger which is like a korean pop band they were popping off. They were super cool. So is this K-pop? Yeah, it was like, <laughs> it was a weird, I didn't expect it to be K-pop, but mm -hmm. it was pretty cool. Um, yeah. Very big, like, sync kind of vibe. Give him like a nice six out of, Interesting. give him like a nice little seven out of ten. Then I went to, I stayed actually because I saw a little bit of Tizo Touchdown, up and coming artist, really cool. Yeah, um, I haven't heard of him. Yeah, he's been on a couple <laughs> tracks with a couple big names. Next band was Turnstile. Amazing punk band. I've seen them plenty of times. They're really cool. Oh, I think I've heard you talk about them uh, before. Me and Andy love them. Okay. Love, love, love them. Uh, after that, I saw Kevin Abstract, which is one of the, I guess, members of the boy band Brockhampton. I don't know if you know him. Mm, I know the name. <laughs> I got to put you on. You'll love them. But uh, after that, I saw like the tiniest bit of Caliucci's. I know you know Okay, a name I know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, I saw a tiny bit of her, but I didn't because I <laughs> left early to go see Ice Spice. <laughs> And let me tell you guys, everybody was simping that night because uh, holy uh, obviously. balls, bro. It was wild. People were, lose like, I mean, losing their shit mm -hmm. horribly to her just walking out on stage. They're down bad for her. Oh, it was down horrendous. But yeah. uh, she did pretty good. Uh, I only saw, like, a couple songs. I left right when she was performing uh, The Boy's a Liar. Mm. <laughs> so you left during her biggest hit of the year? Legit, I left because... I underestimated how many people were going to watch Tyler Creator this year. And, uh, bro, let me tell what you. What is his festival? Well, yeah, but, dude, I fought so hard to get to near the front uh -huh. from the VIP. Like, I had VIP, which was plus because that's how I was able to just jump around and see different artists. Yeah. Dude, it was, like, the amount of people for the general admission was ridiculous. And then the VIP, everybody was just crazy. Everybody was off something, but... I don't think it was because of Ken of Tyler the Creator. I think it was because of Kendrick Lamar and Baby Keem. Yeah. Because, I mean, they were the ones to close it out. And get this, the whole time Amazon Music is live streaming the event, beautiful. Even, you know how they always project the artists on the side on panels yeah, or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, it looked like a straight-up music video. Oh, like, everybody performing had their own filter, had their own kind of, like, like, very minimal visual effects. But it was really nice. It was and, cool. And it everything. wasn't like, because you've been before. That's something that wasn't there before. No, no. So it was my first time going to Camp Flognog. But oh, as far I, as like the the, the actual Cap went, Cap went, Cap went. I always get that confused. <laughs> but um, like it was at least different, and the first time I've seen something like that because a lot of these festivals that I've been to mm. have straight up just been like, here's the recording, and yeah. there's nothing really like popping about the the visual because they want you to focus on the entertainer. At this point, it's like, bro, everything is is wild and like the it was cool. Yeah. It was sick. But um, to close out Saturday, fought my way to the front, and I stuck to the front. And, dude, I, like, teared up a bit because I saw Kendrick. They sang Family Ties. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. They opened up Good. with Family Ties. Yeah. <laughs> it was the, dude, The I'll send you a video. It was the biggest pop I'd ever seen in my life. Mm. But they went through all the hits. I mean, he played ADHD. He played uh, back, uh, uh, 
They backseat freestyle. Okay, he played okay. uh, all right. He played all of his hits, and then Baby King swimming pools, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was sick, dude. It was. Oh my! And then the biggest thing was, I mean, you get it because it's part of our generation and a lot of the viewers. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, this is music we grew up listening to. Like, yeah, it's the Ken- same music in GTA. And like, let, go off, go Kendrick. Off. Yes, <laughs> Baby Kim though. I mean, hey, he's putting his name out there. He's he's doing pretty. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty just talking good. about like half the festival. <laughs> like, well, okay, but uh, yeah, Kendrick, I'll agree with. But um, dude, beautiful set, awesome. Uh, at the end of the night, Tyler Creator came out and like shook hands with them and all of this stuff. Mm. Uh, Sunday, I saw a couple more people. I saw Daisy World, AG Club, Willow. She did perform. Willow Smith. <laughs> yeah, Willow Smith, and she brought out Jaden. Oh, okay. I didn't see them like fully perform, but I saw the hits. Nobody, nobody slapped each other. Nobody slapped each other. Okay, everybody good. was peaceful. Okay, good. And Willow was very artsy. I don't know. Yeah, I noticed that about her. <laughs> she. I will say this though, uh, Willow is very interesting because I feel like her music now, bro. She's trying to become like a new pop punk queen. A lot of her. It stuff gives me is like, female MGK. It's like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, it's kind of like she's trying to be Paramore without Paramore. But do I have Transparent Soul and uh, what's the other song I like by her? Wait a minute on my phone. Yes, I do. I have uh, Meet Me at Her Spot. And that one, That yeah. was fire. But um, after Willow, I saw Pink Panthers. And okay. Pink Panthers was really cool. Little Yachty. Ooh. But okay. phenomenal, bro. Good. Like I like to hear that. Dude, I... I got sp- at least punched a couple times in the stomach. <laughs> it was that mosh pit hurt, brother. Let me tell you, I was fighting for my life. But after did that, he, did he bring it to Poland? <laughs> yeah. Did he? <laughs> he played Poland and he brought out Quavo. Oh, nice, so nice. They performed Bad and Bougie, <laughs> and everybody went ballistic, uh-huh. brother. But um, I saw Rex Orange County. Did you ever listen? Hasn't to he been canceled like four times? Bro, don't matter. He he played that one song. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I never listened to him on post cancellation. I'm like, <laughs> nope. Not a good time to start listening to him. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, he played his hits. It was beautiful. And then SZA closed it out. Uh, did not know SZA wrote Kill Bill. Yeah, I don't know how he didn't know that. <laughs> she did play uh, all the stars. Oh, the, the Black Panther movie. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. She played that. She played uh, she played. Did Kendrick Moore. do it with her? Because Kendrick's on that song. Come on, dude! I don't get why artists don't just perform their hits with if and when the artist is there. Like if Kendrick was there doing a whole set and SZA is gonna do all the stars, (laughs) you're there, bro. I don't know, man. But overall experience, beautiful. It was cool, Mm -hmm. eye opening. I actually met some nice people the day one. Yeah. Um. Also, side note, I skipped that on day one. I waited an hour and forty five for water. Jesus. Because, let me tell you guys, the water was not just, it wasn't pouring out. It was legit dribbling like this. So, it was, it took forever. And then on top of that, the cherry on top, Austin, as I put the cup (laughs) in the dispenser, bro, it ran out completely. (laughs) Waited a solid five minutes contemplating my life and, like, what to do. And then, out of nowhere, I tried again in front of everybody. And, bro, let me tell you, that shit rained out. It was beautiful, like a straight waterfall in an oasis. Uh-huh. And I got water, and as soon as I was done filling up, like, my 64, <laughs> dude, it ran out again. <laughs> so I took all the water and ran. Yeah. <laughs> um. What else? The merch was very overpriced. As some always. Of it, some of it was. Uh, I'll put it to you like this. A long sleeve tee by Kendrick Lamar and his cousin Baby Kim. Yep. Dude, 180. That's more expensive than the jacket I'm wearing right now. On top of that, it was at the point that I got in line, it was only that, like one, and then plus they run out of big boy sizes as always because yep. people like to take our clothes. It's tough in the big boy world. Um, Bro, they were selling a jersey that was 450 beans. 450 beans because it was that num- numbered. That is three of these jackets. <laughs> <laughs> but um, overall experience, really cool. I highly suggest anybody and everybody to do it, mm-hmm. um, whether it's Rolling Loud outlands um stagecoach any kind of music anything you want if you listen to it you want to go party you want to have fun yeah do that shit all right out of 10 overall experience out of 10 i'll give this one a solid 8.2 solid uh performances i'll give it like a for sure nine and a half ten out of ten uh food dude food was overpriced i paid thirty dollars for burrito of course makes sense uh food i'll give it like a six out of ten no I'll give it a four and a half out of ten. Mm-hmm. And parking was a solid eight. Nice. <laughs> nice.
And uh, I bet you didn't know. I've never been to a music festival ever. We, I gotta take you. I've been to concerts, not a festival though. We need to go. Yeah, but there's none that ever like piqued my interest enough. Well, you gotta like explore more, listen to more music. I don't got time. Can't just <laughs> can't just listen to sixteen by Baby Keem on repeat. I'm running two YouTube channels. <laughs> Um, but but I let Mobo go first because I'm not gonna shut up now. No, I'm gonna I'm just gonna say yeah and mm-hmm and wow. I had a very long, exciting week in New York. Dude, tell me all about. It. I'm surprised nobody came. What do you from mean from New York? Like to do the podcast? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't think about it. <laughs> it's just like hey, this is our episode. If I if I look down at my phone a lot, that's because I'm going through my gallery, <laughs> trying to like so I know if I miss anything or not. Off the pictures. All right. So we flew out of L.A. Mm-hmm. That was pretty simple. We landed. We decided it was easier for us to go to the children's, even though they're not children anymore. But well, I'm always going to call them the children. Game hobby and Kirsch. Their hotel, which was in Times Square. I was staying in an Airbnb in Newark. And um, we dropped our bags off at their hotel. We immediately had to, because Kershey's never been. So th- what's the staple food in New York? Yeah. Pizza. And what's the staple place? Joe's. So we took them to Joe's because there's a million in New York. And, uh, you know, having it again, I think I was just on the excitement of having Joe's the first time when I was there. <laughs> it's garbage, huh? It, it's not garbage, but it's not as hyped up as it's, everyone makes it. Like, because I had a, I'll just fast forward to the end of the trip for this part. I had a place called Ray's at the end of the trip. So much better Crazy. than Joe's. Yeah. It's like more flavor, more taste. I liked it way more. Now, back to the beginning of the trip. We get his pizza, uh, and then we meet up with the rest of our group that's traveling with us, which was Cap, Jeff, Jasmine, and, yeah, just them. And we went to go do a tour of Madison Square Garden, mm-hmm. the mecca of basketball, home of the New York Knicks. And um, it was pretty cool, solid. We got to see the whole upper part. We got to see the locker room of the Knicks and the Rangers. We did not get to see the hardwood because they were preparing for a pink concert. So mm. I was a little bummed out about that. But we did get to go down like on the floor. Oh, wow. So that was pretty cool. And uh, I got yelled at by a homeless – or not homeless guy, but a crazy New Yorker while we were over there. What would you do? There was these wide stairs, totally big enough for two people to walk down. And he was walking down, and he, he was injured. And, you know, I was trying to just go to the open side yeah. that he was not covering. And then uh, we're like two steps from the next floor. And he's like, you want to get off my ass? And I'm like – and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to keep walking because, one, I'm not afraid of you because you're injured. <laughs> Two, I'm going to let you look like the idiot yelling at nobody. And three, I'm just going to keep walking and move on with my day. You should have just been like in New York mode and just yelled back. Just provoked I, I kept walking. And he goes, <laughs> fucking punk. And I'm like, all right, buddy. I'm like, I, I honestly couldn't care. And then Jeff and all them were like, bro. Easiest fight you could have ever won. <laughs> you, you literally could have just probably like, boop. No, they weren't. <laughs> just flicked them down. One of the, I forget who said it. And <laughs> he was walking with a cane. He was injured. Oh, dude. Easy. <laughs> easy swipe. That's literally what the kids said. They're like, dude, just swipe it and he's down. And like, Bro's going to be like, I knocked him. I knocked him. I was like, nah, I'll, I'll be the bigger man. I'll make him look like an idiot for yelling at nothing. <laughs> and then, yeah, we left there and we went to the edge in observation skyscraper saw the pics bro it looked beautiful i highly recommend my opinions from this trip after doing three observation decks now in new york if you want a nighttime view go to top of the rock if you want a daytime view go to the edge so luckily with before knowing that i did that perfectly and then we had all done empire state building the first trip so we were like, let's try a new one. And the ones that I know are Empire State Building, Top of the Rock, The Edge, and Summit One Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. And so we chose The Edge. Sick. Has like an Avengers Tower kind of feel. Has a glass floor. Has a great view of all of New York, the river. And I loved it. Javi, however, <laughs> was tired, freezing, and wanted nothing to do with it. <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, that was pretty cool. Had amazing views. Like I said, you can see everything I'm talking about in the videos on my channel. I'm posting all of it. So if you want the visuals of all this, check out the vlogs on Austin Kleschka. So we finish up at the edge and um, 
cool little entrance. Let's see. Like I said, I'm going to be looking at my phone a lot to make sure I'm not missing anything. At the top, did they have any kind of like restaurant or any like bars? Uh, they might have, but we didn't go to it. Um, then I think we just kind of chilled for the rest of that night and uh, got a cannoli, obviously. You know me. <sighs> what flavor? That's where uh, I got a picture of them right here. <gasps> Is that an Oreo cannoli? No, chocolate dipped. <sighs> Do my mouth water. And that's where I fell in love with cannolis because that's where they do them right. Everywhere else we've been, he's judged them horribly. He's been like, this is never going to touch me. It doesn't hit the same. It doesn't, though. So then we come back. We wake up the next morning, and uh, we go to Cat's Deli because (laughs) the softball crew has never shut up about Cat's Deli since we went, and Mobo and the other Angel fans and I missed out on Cat's Deli. So every time, they're like, you guys didn't go? And we're like, no, we didn't. We went to explore New York. And, uh, yeah, so I went there. Pretty good. Very packed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like super packed. <laughs> How long was the wait? Luckily, not that bad. I think there were three because there's eight different uh, cutters. And so you just pick one of the eight lines. We chose the one that had like two people in front of us. But then when we left, the line was going out the door. So, oh. So is it like a super, super small? Like, I, I no, it's not, like a, it's like not small. Spot, but. No, it's not small. It's just a lot of people. It's a uh. popular place. Damn. And uh, so, yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, I would definitely love to have it again. I would. We I had the Reuben, which I enjoyed. And then uh, after that, we were like, okay, we're going to go to Cats, and then we're going to go to the Brooklyn Bridge because they're pretty close. And then when we found, like, one of the most New York things ever, a pop-up flea market in a New York alleyway. Gotta <laughs> love it. Oh, my dude. That's so f- – I remember – I think it was Gabe – Gabe or Ryan might have a uh, little curse for the fans. Yeah. They might have uh, posted that. Dude, that looks sick. Yeah, Gabe was trashing on it. He said they had nothing fire. And okay. that's just him being a kid. Okay. They had a lot of cool things. Uh, Chartreuse got a jacket from there. She got a Steelers jacket. Sweet. And um, she was the only one that got something. And then we went to the Brooklyn Bridge. We wanted to do that because none of us got to walk the bridge last time. Javi did not join us because... Javi wanted to operate on a different clock than everybody the entire trip. You told me he slept throughout the days. N- no, we he, we woke up at like 11 to start our day. He woke up at like 7, 6 to start his day. Beautiful. Yeah, As but he then, should. But then he would be like, oh, can you wait for, like, after he would go do everything, he would be out for like five hours doing everything by himself. And then when we were like, okay, we're going to go do this, he's like, oh, but my phone needs to charge. Can I rest at the hotel for a little bit? And we're like, no, we're all ready to go. Like, We're leaving you. You've been out for five hours. <laughs> like, oh, my God. So we did all this, that stuff on the second day without him. And so we walked Brooklyn Bridge. It's one of the coolest bridges there, I would say. And then um, we got tons of pictures on there. Gabe was hanging on it. <laughs> The people that I think really enjoyed it was me, Lil Kirsch, and uh, Chartreuse. And then Jeff was just kind of like, eh. <laughs> and then same with Cap. And then Gabe was just like, it's a stupid bridge. I'm like, dude, you didn't have to go. <laughs> and then got walked the entire bridge, took a subway back. And then where did we go after that? How long was the walk? Uh, I mean, you're stopping all the time and look at the views. But if you just walked it straight through, probably like 20, 25 minutes. A bridge that's 20 minutes? Yeah. Brother, I could never. Okay. No, I'm kidding. I got, I, I probably, two I days have. later, I got 30,000 steps. <laughs> that wasn't even this day. Um, I think the most I packed was, I think, 35 or like 31. Yeah. Oh, and then we went to the MLB flagship store right after the Brooklyn Bridge. Beautiful. Which we communicated with Javi, and then he was ready to go, and his phone was charged by that time. So he met us there. That's where I got this jacket. Beautiful. I honestly said I wasn't going to get anything team-related. I honestly just wanted something MLB NYC-related, like the logo. Yeah. And uh, then I saw this jacket. <laughs> I was like, everybody's like, you have to get it. Just like, I'd be an Angels fan if I was wearing that. <laughs> and so, yeah, very cool store. Definitely the coolest MLB store I've ever seen. It's got two stories. You walk in, and then um, it's just like there's fitteds all the way in the back right. There's like City Connect Heaven on the in the back left. Everything else in the front is kind of MLB NYC stuff. Yeah. Then there's a downstairs where they had a throwback wall of like Marlins throwbacks. At every like dope throwback you can think of. 
And then uh, minor league stuff down there, like we saw Flying Chonkless hats. We saw the Sugarland Space Cowboys hat, the Pointy Boots hat. Got all those All names. the fun minor league stuff you can think of. And, uh, yeah, very cool store. And like I said, remember how Javi met us there? He was there for like five or ten minutes. Him and Cap left. And then when I got back, I'm like, dude, you were hyping it up, and you stayed for such a short amount of time. Why? They didn't have anything cool. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> Bro, Javi was on his own server. Like, like I hate when people what? don't like something like they, we do on a trip, and then they just become haters, bro. <laughs> like, they just want to talk so much shit on it. And I'm like, they had tons of cool things. I don't you you had your chance. Yeah. I was going to say, and it sounds massive to have, obviously, it a was little massive. bit of everything. Like, bro, they how did. do you not find something? Exactly. He didn't I even look that hard. He was there for like five to ten minutes, and he left. Shame on you. Cap, Harvey. I could understand, because he did all the stuff with us earlier. But, yeah, I don't know. Went back to the hotel, and Jasmine also wasn't there for any of the stuff that I just mentioned on this day. Because Jasmine was sick on this trip. So she did the MSG tour. She did the edge. Then the second day, she woke up and she said she felt even worse. So she said she was going to stay in all day. She felt better as the day went on. So she met us up at our hotel. And uh, I, you know, we'd been out all day. And so I was like, I just need like an hour, an hour and a half to refresh. Let the feet heal a little bit. Let me get some energy back. And, uh. She, this is her first time meeting up with us that day. Chartreuse has unlimited energy also. So they're like, who wants to go to a rooftop restaurant, restaurant bar? And I'm like, give me like an hour and I'll go with you. (laughs) And they're like, nah, we're going to go now. And I'm like, (laughs) I guess. And uh, so they leave and then me, Kirsch and uh, Javi are like, let's go see the friend's apartment. The one they show the outside shot of all the time. Yeah. And uh, the timing also was pretty sad because Matthew Perry passed away about two weeks ago as we filmed this. So they have a memorial there for him right outside the apartment. Uh, we bought flowers and wrote notes and left them there. Hopefully they're still there. And, um, yeah, it's cool to see. But when we got there, Javi's been there before, okay? That's an important note. We get there. Javi and Kirsch just start firing away at this one building. And I'm looking at it, and I don't feel like a connection. I'm like – something's not right so then we go across that building they're taking a picture of the memorials on the corner yeah so we're right there taking pictures of the memorial and then i see other people around me taking pictures of the building diagonally across from the memorial and i'm looking and i'm like hey javi are you sure it's not that building and he looks at it he's like oh it is that one (laughs) so they had to delete everything they just took pictures of because it was some stupid building that had no meaning we're talking like a gazillion yes like oh my god and immediately when i saw that one immediately when i saw that one i was like that's the building not this one (laughs) and then uh yeah they deleted all of their stuff took new pictures dude that's so embarrassing yeah shit and then uh, we went back, and Cap and Gabe were at the hotel the whole time, by the way. They didn't go out the rest of the night. And Cap had the key to our Airbnb. He was staying with me, Chartreuse, and Jasmine. Mm-hmm. And um, they remember how I told you, they went out to like a restaurant bar. They also went out to Broadway that night. They, they saw Wicked. And um, they told Cap, they're like, hey, we're probably going to be out later than you, so you hold on to the key. And then he told me that when I got back and I'm like, all right, if they're out later than us, whatever. But like, what do you, what do you mean? Huh? You don't think we can be out later than you? <laughs> and then, uh, don't tell me this turned into like a comp. No, it wasn't a competition, <laughs> but you know, we, that's just what they said. Or no, he was like, they were trying to figure out who would get back to their Airbnb first. And one of them texted him, just said, we'll most likely be out later than you. <laughs> and then, so on, when our night ended and we were going from the hotel back to our Airbnb, I was yeah. just like, huh, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, they call us and they're like, where are you guys? And we're like, oh, we're on our way back. Why? Oh, we're at the place. And then so I was like, oh, what happened to being out <laughs> later than us? And they're like, well, how far are you? And we're like, 20 minutes. And they're like, 20 minutes? And I'm like, oh, but you were going to be out later. <laughs> oh, you're going to be out late? As- no. Yeah, no. And so they luckily, the Airbnb host 
lived right next door, so they let him in. Yeah. And then um, he got back. And then the next day, I believe, was finally the day of the Jets game. Yes, it was. Okay. You saw quite a game, didn't you? The game sucked. Wait, what? But the environment was awesome. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Was it? Hold on. There's a We got a whole half day before we get to the Jets game. Oh. So My apologies. we found out there's this huge mall called American Dream right across the street from MetLife where the Jets play. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're like, let's spend our day there and then go over there. And there's a th- two theme parks inside this mall. What? DreamWorks Water Park oh. and Nickelodeon Universe. Oh, those were the pictures. Yes. Dude. So obviously I'm not getting wet in a time of the year where it's 45 degrees average. Not a smart idea. So we were like, no water park, but let's go do Nickelodeon Universe, which was empty. I've heard this mall is catching bad luck. I've heard it's going bankrupt. No. It's just sad. It's also the mall where the only physical Beast Burger location is Mr. You Beast. You got to sit inside of a Beast Burger? Yeah. Wow. And we so we had it like there at a restaurant, and it was pretty good. I, I've had it three times now, and uh, so we did that first because I was starving. Then we went to Nickelodeon Universe, and it's huge. And so we buy wristbands to ride the rides, and there's this like 10-story structure, okay? I'm looking at it, and I think it's a ride in progress. No. Do you remember uh, Legend of the Hidden Temple, the game show? Legend of the Hidden Temple. It, it no. was the old game show on Nickelodeon. Like, Was it all Egyptian-themed? Yeah, kind of. Like, I maybe glimpsed in pieces. Of so it. it was like obstacle game show kind of stuff. Okay. And that's what it was. It went from floor to ceiling, and you were harnessed in, and you would do these challenges. So it's like a mix of just climbing the pyramid and wipeout? Well, no, there's stairs to go up to each level. Okay. But each level has like different stepping things where it's either nothing to hold on to and you got to step your way across, but you are harnessed in. Or you like rope your way to the other side. And then at the very top, there's the Buddha and you touch its head and it goes, you've won. And yeah. And it, but it was literally like 10 stories tall. It was huge. I'm like, where and how did you get the safety regulations to build this? And we did that first. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, after that, we rode the Shredder, an indoor roller coaster. Gotta love it. And uh, what else? Oh, before all that, Cap didn't want to go on any of the rides, but he really wanted to meet Patrick because he just bought IDs of SpongeBob characters. And ladies and gentlemen, he does use them in public. Yeah, all the time. (laughs) He showed him his Patrick ID, his driver's license, his fishing license, and his Glove World pass. Oh, that's right, yeah. And so that was the first thing. Then the temple, then the shredder, and then we went on Aang's air glider ride. And it just like goes upside down like this, like in a circle, and it that was pretty sick. And then um, Cap was our cameraman, uh, graciously for all those rides. But then they had to go because they were going to the Knicks game, so they left, and it was just me and Gabe waiting for the Jets game. And also, Kershey and Javi did not go to any of this because they were too lazy and wanted to wait just for the Jets game. Are you serious? Yes. No. My and goodness. so Gabe and I rode this like fairly odd parents ride they just went (laughs) that was pretty cool and uh six rides were shut down so i think that was the last thing we did and then we walked over to metlife went in very cool huge stadium and um we our seats were right behind one the end zone where both touchdowns were there were two touchdowns both were in that end zone (laughs) so i feel sorry for the guys that were at the other end zone (laughs) damn you lucked out yeah we did and personally i loved our seats because they were a few rows back on field level so there was a little raised i i prefer that being front row to where you're more flat with everything and it's harder to see so that was cool javi was having the time of his life uh he was actually told to stop saying one thing because anytime the jet the jets chant is I thought I had the stickers right here. Isn't it Jet, Jet, Jet? It's J-E-T-S, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. So every time the Jets did something bad, Javi would yell that. (laughs) And then (laughs) halftime comes, and the guy sitting next to us goes, love the energy, no more Jet chants, no more. (laughs) And 
So he shut up for the rest of the he shut he didn't say that for the rest of the game. And the Jets didn't they get blown out? Yes, yeah, so Oh was, dude, that was immediate karma for it, the guy. It, well, it was bad from start to finish. Dude, that much of a The Jets man? suck. Zach Wilson can't throw more than like five yard completions. <laughs> and uh so the final score was twenty seven to six. Ooh. Yeah. And uh no touchdowns by the Jets, only field goals. Bodied. And uh energy was dope though. The pregame the energy just by the fans that's the cool thing about football games even when your team sucks your games will still sell out <laughs> so uh and it was me gabe kershey and javi at the jets game and the other four went to the Knicks game and i told them from the start i'm like i don't care football games are more entertaining in my opinion than basketball even in the live setting Y- yes that's what i'm referring to okay, okay i don't believe at all that a basketball game can be more entertaining than football and with the game we went to even though it wasn't the most exciting game it still felt exciting and i doubt the Knicks game was anywhere close to excitement i just don't buy it at all <laughs> how was the Knicks game well i mean uh, do you... uh, no i have no idea yeah <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, so that was Jets game. That was a lot of fun. Nickelodeon Universe was dope. And then the next day was the last day for everybody except for me because (laughs) two weeks prior, Tony Todd asked me if I wanted to go to the Gold Glove Awards. So then I said yes to that. He was coming in two days after everybody else was leaving, so I had two days by myself, and then Tony Todd came for the Gold Glove Awards. Those two days, the kids were flying at 6.30 p.m., and so we're like, oh, we can do one thing before you guys fly, probably. So we rode bikes around Central Park, rode basically the whole thing. It was awesome. And uh, I fell. I ate shit in Central Park. <laughs> what happened? I was going down one hill. and um, Were you just bombing the hell out of it? No, I wasn't. I was, like, tapping the brake, you know, because if you slam the brake, you'll fly over the, <laughs> yeah. the handlebars. So I was just, like, you know, slowing my speed. And then these were, like, fixie tires so they were skinny so at one a pebble po- no at <laughs> one point in that tapping the front wheel just went from straight to sideways and oh. yeah so then i ate shit that's what this scar is on my hand and on that hand right there <laughs> real battle scars right there, Pre- pretty healed up by now but uh yeah i was bleeding out my hands and then um this this is how i know this next generation could be doomed <laughs> What do you do when you get a cut? You just wash it off and like disinfect it. Thank you. Something simple. Thank you. Okay. Very simple, right? So I ride around for a little bit and it starts to bleed like more to where this part of my hand is like all red. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, I got to buy something and get this off and clean it up. So then uh, there's carts everywhere in New York for anything. So I buy water. I wash it off. And I'm like, okay, I should probably disinfect it because it's an open wound. And so I asked the guy, hey, can I, do you have any hand sanitizer? And he's like, no, but I have a, a sanitizing wipes. Oh. And so I'm like, okay, I'll take that. So Kershey's like, bro, that's going to hurt. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that means it's working. What? He's like, dude, that's going to sting like a lot. Like, I wouldn't. And I'm like, and you would lose your hand. <laughs> What would, what would outlive Ryan in medieval times? I don't think Ryan even make it out, bro. No. Bro would be four years old and get eaten by a dragon You somehow. hear people all the time from that time period where they get a little cut, they think nothing of it, and then they're they dead. They die. Yeah. <laughs> they, like, get their leg blown off in battle. Oh, you'll be fine. It'll regenerate, yeah. and then just... Yeah. So, that was the first thing I did. <laughs> Cleaned it up. Then uh, we saw the baseball fields that are in Central Park, and they were all closed and roped off, and so... That sucked. We saw the giant lake. We saw the where the snowball fight from Elf took place in Ooh, Central Park. Dope. Um, we saw we could see across the giant lake the outside shot they used for Jesse, the TV show of their building. And um, did you see by any chance where the pigeon lady was in Home Alone Two? No, I didn't think of that. Ah, come yeah. on. I wouldn't be surprised if we rode past it though. Oh yeah. Um, it and, really is like. How how f- long it's do you huge. think it is? Is it like I don't I don't know, but it's huge, like nothing compared to Miles Square. No, 
And then uh, they, uh, what do you call it? We wrap up our day there. We return the bikes. And um, then they flew home. And uh, Ocean View was on their flight home, coming home from Europe. What? (laughs) Bro. By this point, I had taken a nap, gotten to my new hotel for my days by myself. And Ocean View is calling me when I wake up. Hey, uh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm in New York. Why? Um, are Kershey and Javi with you and Gabe? And I'm like, oh, no, they're about to fly home. Why? I think I see little Kirsch. Is Gabe with them? I'm like, yeah, he should be. Yeah, I see him. Uh, uh, they fly out <laughs> at 630. I'm like, yeah, because I was supposed to be on that flight. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, I'm on the same flight as them. I'm like, he's like, I'm going to go say hi to them. I was like, what are the odds? He's been gone for two months. Just out in the open, too. And he just bought his one way back from that big Europe trip like two weeks ago. Small <laughs> world. Small world. Yeah. So I was like, damn, I was supposed to be there. And I was like, if you want my seat, it's going to be open. <laughs> so oh, you didn't cancel the, the seat? Nah. Nah. Because Javi was on my ticket as well. Oh. So. Oh, yeah. That and plus they got the fees. with. They wouldn't give me my money back. It was too late. Oh, yeah. oh okay. I got you. And, um... So, yeah, then I'm at my place, and um, I knocked out hard, and I wanted to kill the cleaning lady. (laughs) Why? So, first day, I fell asleep in all my stuff, my hoodie, my shirt, my pants. (laughs) I was dead. Okay. So, I wake up, to, and it was like a big metal door for the hotel, so it's like, ding, 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 and I'm like, oh, and I'm like, oh, shit, I fell asleep in my stuff, processing that as I'm trying to answer the door. And then I open it, and she can tell I'm, like, <laughs> like just woke up. She's like, oh, I'll come back later. So I'm like, yeah, wh- whatever. <laughs> Close the door. I get ready, and I'm like, okay, I kind of want a Starbucks. So I go out, and as I open the door, she's still cleaning rooms, like, probably, like, five rooms down. And I didn't want anybody going in there because I was going to be there for sh- such a short amount of time that my room doesn't need to be touched. Yeah. And so I open it. She was like, you want anything? A towel? Coffee? And I'm like, no, no, I'm fine. And I have the do not disturb thing in my hand. And I put it on the door. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm all right. Go to my go to Starbucks, which I discovered. Gingerbread chai latte. Oh, my God, that smacks. New addiction? I found out on that trip because they had samples when Kershey and Gabe got Starbucks. They hand out samples out there? I know, right? And Dude. So gra- grabbed one, threw it down. I'm like, whoa. And so, and then the next day I got one <laughs> and then came back. My do not disturb thing was gone off my door. And I was like, okay, open the room. Didn't look like it was touched. And then I pretty much just like let my, cause you know, I have multiple sclerosis. So energy goes up and down for me. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to regain a lot of energy today. I'm still going to go out. But like, I think I stayed in until like three or four, just yeah. like letting me like recuperate. Cause there wasn't much I needed to do anyways, and I'm by myself. And so I was like, you know where I'm going to go? I'm going to go to Coney Island because it's far when you're traveling, and it's not the easiest to get to, but I'm by myself, and I have all this time, so let's do it. So I take the subway there, which was an hour. I made sure I looked up all the times to make sure I didn't get let down, yeah. and it said it closed at like 8. All the rides closed at like 8, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to see it at night with all the lights. It's going to be sick. So I get off. It's like a 10-minute walk from the subway, and it's pitch black. And I'm like, what the hell? I got there at 5. I'm like, there should still be three hours of fun time. And so I'm walking the boardwalk. I'm like, just trying to see if anything's open. It's like abandoned. Dude, what? And I'm looking up, why is Coney Island closed? Why is it not open? Like on my phone. I finally find ConeyIsland.com slash calendar or something like that. They're not open every day. They are open select days, and those hours apply on those select days. <laughs> I'm guessing so, it's like a Wednesday through like Sunday. Kind all of, of November, it hasn't been open. The, in fact, what's today? Today is the 14th. It still will not open for four more days. Dude. And then they start, start this like uh, festival, like winter festival thing where it's open like every Thursday through Sunday for the rest of the year. And I'm like, really? What the hell? <laughs> that must have been creepy, though. Pitch it, black. It was creepy. Did you <laughs> take a pic? I got a lot of pics. Ooh. And um, I walked the Coney Island Pier. People were fishing on that. 
But yeah, I was bummed. I really wanted to go on the cyclone. Well, you know, with Ariana Grande, let me take you around the cyclone. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to do that, but yeah, that sucked. And so then I went back and I debated on going to a Knicks game because I was like, you know, why not? I got nothing to do. It starts in an hour. Tickets could be really cheap because I've waited this long and it was going to take me an hour to get back. So I was like, it's going to start right at game time. I'm going to get there. So nice. I look up tickets. It's Knicks versus Spurs in Madison Square Garden, the mecca of basketball, and the, the Spurs have the number one pick from the past year, Victor Weminyama. What do you think the cheapest ticket was? I'm going to guess 360 It was $367 for the cheapest one-person ticket. We're talking like you're sitting next to Kobe, Oh, yeah. Right? No, I'm sitting, I'm sitting at the ceiling. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, nah. I'm chilling. So then I'm like, okay, what about the Nets? Usually teams don't play on the same day. Yeah. For some reason, the Nets were this day. So I'm like, okay, and they're playing the Clippers. And I was like, it was 119 for the cheapest ticket. And I was yeah. like, you know, if the Nets were still stacked, I would have considered it. But I can see the Clippers back home also for way cheaper. And the Nets have nobody. So I was like, nah. I'm all right. <laughs> then I was like, you know what? Let's just get another cannoli. <laughs> That's probably the night I had the best cannoli I've ever had. Really? It was so good. What was the spot called? Fritano Brothers. Fritano? Yeah, something like that. Dope. Had Prince Street Pizza that night. That was pretty good. Was bummed to find out that it's also in Los Angeles. Because <laughs> I looked up, you know, best pizza in NYC on TikTok, and this one looked really good. And then I tell Art, I'm like, yo, best pepperoni I've ever had. He's like, what's the place? And I'm like, oh, it's called Prince Street. And he's like, oh, I've had it out here. And I'm like, well, now it doesn't feel as cool. Well, to be fair, you are talking to Art, the pizza connoisseur. I know, but now it doesn't feel as cool. <laughs> and so I was like, damn, it's out there. I would have gone to a different spot if I knew that. But uh, it was good. And then I think I went back. Somebody Let's... did that to me in, with uh, Portillo's. In Chicago, you know how we all had Portillo's oh, yeah, for lunch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody was like, oh, don't you guys have one like that? And I'm like, don't talk about that. <laughs> I don't want to find out that you guys, that we have one over there. <laughs> yeah. And then the next day was the day Tony Todd arrived. I don't think I did much besides switch hotels because we were going to, oh, we we're doing that. Oh, the first day, I basically sat in a room where all those mystery baseballs that you can buy, seeing the players sign those. So I'm like, oh, this is how they do it. <laughs> But it was like so they could make a sizzle reel for the Golden Glove Awards. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, we Tony Todd and I meet up at this hotel that Rawlings was covering. Very gracious for that. Thank you so much. And then we go to the plaza where Home Alone 2 has the famous scene with uh, Donald Trump and um, go to this floor. And this they have like a backdrop and all the players start rolling in. I think the first one there was Jonah Heim. And, yeah, we got to meet all of them. It was really cool. And. So I already knew who the winners were for the gold gloves, right? Yeah. Everyone did because they announced it on socials and internet and everything. I did not know every year that Rawlings has legends for each position to announce each position. So they were oh. also there. So Joe Maurer was the catcher <gasps> representative. Oh, He was awesome. He was tough. really nice. Keith Hernandez was the first baseman representative. Second baseman was Pedroia. Shortstop was Ozzy Smith. Ooh. Third base was A-Rod, who I've heard only bad interactions with from people that have met him. I didn't get to meet him. Really? Never got close to him at all. Barely even saw him. He was that, like, quick with trying to get to places. And uh, He acts like he's doing something. What's he doing? I don't What's A-Rod? A-Rod, why are you so busy? Man? Uh the outfield representatives was Andre Dawson, Dave Winfield, and um, Andrew Jones. Bro, that whole, like, the lineup just sounds like a MLB The Show Dynasty team. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> it that just sounds like a DD team. It does. <laughs> and so in that room, the we met Joe Maurer that day. He, like I said, super nice guy. Very, like, he's very good at, like, actually listening to what you're saying and very, like, oh, wow, really? Like, dude, that's awesome. Like, stuff like that. And um, met Jonah Heim, saw him. So if you're, you don't have to be a Rawlings guy to win the Gold Glove. But if you are a Rawlings guy, 
they give you your gold-plated glove for 2024 yeah. that day. So I oh. saw Jonah Heim get his. Uh, Gabriel Moreno came in and got his. Uh, he had, like, the whole family, bro. He was loving it. Oh, that's he awesome. brought his pops. He brought his wife, his, like, one-year-old. Uh, we were talking to his dad, Freddie, for a while. He spoke uh, better English than Gabriel did. And uh, I don't know if I'm saying that right, by the way. I don't know if it's Gabriel or Gabriel. Both ways, uh, but Gabriel. He, yeah. And um, he uh, he spoke a little bit. He spoke a tiny bit. But his dad was basically our communicator. Is he Dominican or is he? Venezuelan. Venezuelan. Okay. And um, he was really nice. Uh, it's so weird to see these guys out of uniform. <laughs> because then they actually, like, you know, you hear all these like, oh, 21-year-old stud playing for this team. When you see them out of uniform, they actually look that young. Like, he literally looked like <laughs> he had, like, a whole Adidas fit on, like, tracksuit. Yeah. And it, I was just like, dude, you just look like a kid. Like, you don't even look like a major league catcher. You just look like a kid. <laughs> and it was just wild. Uh, Volpe came in. The nicest guy, probably the best guy we met out of everybody. He, you could tell he was loving it. He was taking it all in. He's always smiling. Always like, oh, my God. <laughs> Straight cheese in the whole night. Oh, yeah. And so he was really nice. And then uh, anybody else show up that night? I'm trying to think. Um, not that I can remember off the top of my head. And you know what? I'm going to use this book. It's like so you have the booklet right behind Yeah, you. it's a little cheat code. <laughs> e- everyone got this book. It Everybody just, got – dude, let me see that. Whoa. It says Gold Glove Awards. Um, it has the winners like right on the front page. Okay, so let's see. Um, Jose Barrios did not show when I was there. Nathaniel Lowe did not show when I was there. This is just for the room the first day. Um, for the whole event, the only people that didn't show up was Adolis Garcia and Fernando Tatis. The Literally the stars of our generation. Yeah. Uh, Matt it. Chapman did not show when I was there. Volpe did. Dubon did not. Quan, no. Kiermaier, yes. Z- oh, Wheeler did not show either. Uh, Moreno did show. Walker came later. Horner was there. Hap was there. Hayes and Swanson came later and Kim. And uh, Doyle was also there. So we met all them on that first day. Very nice. And then I think Tony T and I just went back to the hotel and we chilled, I believe. And then the next day we had a luncheon. And apparently that's the harder thing to get into. So the award show was like... I think it went up to like table 55 or something like that. And there's like eight seats at every table. So that was packed. The luncheon was just like the players and like anybody close enough to be able to get in. So Mike Thompson, the guy who handles Rawlings and everything is very close with Tony Todd and was very nice to me and became a good buddy of mine during this trip. So we were invited to the luncheon, which is more personal and it's, like two it was a some italian restaurant like two a street over from the plaza and uh we got to walk with them and go down there and the table that i sat at was me tony todd key brian hayes um nico horner anthony volpe uh ian happ Stephen Kwan and then an Italian man and his daughter who I cannot remember the name of right now, but they were also just like close within with it with everybody. Yeah. And Tony, you know, uh, started off nice with a uh, key Brian Hayes and got to know him a lot. And uh, we were really cool. With Volpe chatting that whole time. And Stephen Kwan, um, the Italian guy next to me was telling me what stadiums he hadn't been to. And I was like, oh, Stephen, I haven't been to uh, Cleveland yet. And um, he's like, oh, yeah, really? He's like, it's a really nice stadium. I'm like, yeah, I'm going there to see the Bananas next year probably. And uh, then you guys come back right after. And he's like, oh, is it on an off day? And I'm like, no, I think you're on the road. And then you guys come back when they leave. And he's like, damn it. And I'm like, why? (laughs) He's like, I really want to see them. They look really entertaining. And I'm like, oh, I was like, dude, it is. I went to one in Rancho Cucamonga. And so I chatted with Stephen Kwan for a bit that was really cool so and these guys when they're at these kind of things and it's not like okay I have to play a baseball game they're so much more like personal and will like talk to you and like get to know you so that was cool Kwan Volpe always remembered us when we kept seeing each other day after day oh another thing we did Volpe Heim Keith Hernandez and Ozzy Smith did like a signing at the flagship store so we got to be like backstage 
while they were doing that and um there was a tiktok dog named ellie that was there <laughs> that has like seven million followers what yeah it's she, always the animal she bro. was a golden retriever tiktok dog was there very nice owners did very, you pet him or her uh, yeah i got a picture with her oh. very nice dog her name was ellie Woo! and um yeah so we did that as well luncheon like i said very personal was also very cool then uh after the luncheon we're like hey let's go see let's go to where the show's gonna be see what they're doing up there right now yeah we went up there and tony uh richards i believe as the producer and he was like practicing all like the videos and like making sure everything was timed right and then i see all the gloves or the awards on stage and i notice it's a two-piece trophy so it has the base and it has the glove that goes on it and so i'm like i noticed they're not finished i noticed the gloves are not on the base if they need somebody to do that i would love to and then tony tells that to one of the workers and they just gave us the boxes so the what? actual gold glove awards that they take home were put together by myself and Tony Todd. Dude, <laughs> that's sick. So I put on Tatises, Adolis, Matt Chapman, Wheeler, a ton of people. Dude, like, that's so sick. Yep. <gasps> Congratulations. So every time you see it in their home or if they post a picture of it in 2023. You touched it. Uh, that was me. My fingerprint is on there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that was really cool. And then uh, we went back. We got ready for the, the uh, the the event, the yeah. Gold Glove Awards. And um, Tony Todd tells me he's like, he, Tony's been to like five or six of these, and he's like, we'll stay for the um, for the dinner, the comedian, and then we had basically watched the show during that practice thing, and he's like, we've seen the show, so. I don't know. I think we should go in the green room because when they finish, they're going to go right there and we can interview them. So that's what we did. The comedian was Dana Carvey. Oh. Do you know who that is? Yeah. Wayne's World. Yeah. The guy with the blonde hair. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I recognize the name, but I was like, I just needed to put the face. But, dude, that's sick. He was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> He started off really good, was like an ant middle, and then finished really good. And I think my favorite or most memorable part of his act, he, you know, every year they say the comedians kind of roast some of the players as part of their act. So he asked all the players sit in the front tables. So he's pointing at Jonah Heim. He's like, what's your name? And he keeps telling him Jonah, Jonah, but he keeps hearing Jonas. So he's like, Jonas Heim of the Texas Rangers. And he like sings a song about him and his wife. And then um, he, uh, yeah, and then, uh, what's his name? Oh, my God. Joe Piscopo. Do you know who that is? No. He did He did SNL. Joe Piscopo, probably. And he, he does, he, he's the MC every time. And so he comes out after Dana finishes, and he's like, well, let's give it up for Jonas Heim. <laughs> like, just making fun of the fact that he got it wrong. Yeah. And then, um, then uh, after that... I believe we got the dessert and then after, which was bomb. It's like this ice cream s'mores thing. It was so good. Oh. And then we were like, all right, let's go to the green room. And then we went there, ran into a few issues early on, but got that taken care of. And then we fired off interviews. We got to talk to, let me see, pull out the handy dandy. My, my bro book. has his yearbook ready to go. Uh, <laughs> I believe we, no, we did not talk to Jose. Uh, we did talk to Jonah Heim, Nathaniel Lowe, Andres Jimenez, Andres, right after he won the Platinum Glove, like, we were the first people he talked to. Wow, so and, he's coming off of it. Yeah. Uh, Matt Chapman, Volpe, Dubon, Quan, No Kiermaier. Uh, like I said, Adolis did not show. Wheeler did not show. Moreno, not that night. Um, Walker, never actually saw him. Uh, Horner never went back there. Uh, Key Brian, Swanson, never saw Kim. Talked to Ian Happ, did not talk to Doyle, and Tatis did not show. And I think the my favorite questions that I had were for Nathaniel Lowe, who loved it. He was he had such good energy, and um, Ian Happ were my most like detailed questions. I would say. Yeah. And um, yeah, like I said, all that is going to be in the Gold Glove vlog. Everything we're talking about, I have a whole vlog of everything. The whole trip, New York and everything. That's, I'm going to keep saying it because you can see everything we're talking about. I got to ask real quick. At this whole Golden Gloves um, event, both mm -hmm. days, Yeah. Um, did you get recognized by anybody? 
Yeah. Yeah. A few times. Yeah. But I mean, the players are just like, oh, okay. Like if, if, if they saw it happen, yeah. uh, I talked to Jim cat who was the pitcher representative. They, all those representatives I mentioned earlier, he was really nice. Joe Mauer, really nice. Keith Hernandez was around him a few times. Never really talked to him. Shook his hand like twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Edward, I forgot about the utility gold glove. New award. Eduardo Perez, really nice. Talked to him. Pedroia, talked to him. Like I said, A-Rod never saw him. Ozzie Smith is really cool with Tony Todd, and we were talking up a storm with him every single time we saw him. Uh, one of my favorite people out of the legends. Dave Winfield talked and interacted with him multiple times. Andrew Jones never saw him. Andre Dawson saw him once. Steve Garvey saw him once. And Carl Ravitch also saw him once. So, yeah, awesome event. Thank you, Mike Thompson, so much for allowing me to go out there and enjoy the event, do my thing. Already gave us the invite back for next year. So you know I'm going to be paying way more attention to defensive statistics throughout the whole season to be like, <laughs> all right, who, who, who am I looking at? Who's going to be a defense guy? Who, who's going to win these awards? Uh, I, I can't wait to see that Golden Glove predictions picks by, by Austin Kleschka. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, so we got that. And um, it was cool because, you know, usually you see guys like Machado, Arenado, like these big already made superstars there. This year was like a new wave. It the, really was. Cause we, I think it was the first year we didn't have Arenado. Yeah. Straight up. The first Mike, year we don't have Mike him. Thompson, the guy that invited us, yeah, believes he jinxed it. Because last year when Nolan Arenado won it, he yeah. said, Nolan, you did it again, man. One more and you break the record for most consecutive gold. <laughs> oh, my God. He was at that record? Yep. Who Who's the, the holder? I don't know consecutively. Ozzy has 13. Yeah. But what? if Nolan would have won his 11th in a row, it yeah. would have been the record for most in a row. Dude. And uh, Mike Thompson was like, yeah, I jinxed. <laughs> He's like accepting at the dinner. Oh, yeah. My fault. Yeah, beat out by Cabrian Hayes this year. I wonder how close it was. I don't know. He wasn't even a finalist, I believe. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. <sighs> and tough. then, uh, yeah, obviously – Loved that. Came back home and immediately got to work. Still working on the vlogs. I got two done. One went up today as I speak, and the other one goes up tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And uh, then I went to the BBG event, Baseball Generations. Went there last year for the first time. Very fun, very important event to showcase youth talent in baseball. And so you have the Rising Stars game, which is kids that are like sophomores. And then you got the All-Star game, which is the kids that are like seniors about to graduate those are the ones that do play like most likely college ball or they get drafted right sometimes every kid the young kids and the they're all ballers they're all better than everyone (laughs) damn and uh they almost all of them are committed already like even the young kids and um so that was really cool tony and i went back out there uniform upgrade this year last year they had black and white and uh this year they had baby blue and red i got the red hat on i also got a baby blue one that's right there oh the blue's tough i can't lie yeah dude their uniforms were so clean this year and uh it was a lot of fun once again and uh there's always the same captains to you know mentor these kids we have team dom dominic smith team jazz jazz chisholm team jp jp crawford and team flash flash gordon and then, you know, they always bring friends from time, uh, like, surprises. And um, the only one guy that was there the day before for, like, the camp and everything, Drew Jones did not show for the next day. Aww. So we were kind of like, damn. But, you know, we're grateful to meet anybody. And I got to meet Pete Crow Armstrong, who's a very good friend of Tony's because his mom it plays the mom in Little Big League, which Tony was in. <laughs> So he said he's known Pete Crow Armstrong since day two of his life. <laughs> so met him. Um, well, that's a close family friend. Yeah. Met all the captains as always, you know, and they remembered me from last year. So that was really nice. And uh, who else was there? Um, I'm blanking right now. So hard. Ty France of the Mariners was there. Won't say exactly where he lives, but I went up to him and I asked him, did you fly here today? Because he got there a little bit later than everybody else. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, no, I actually drove. I live around. 
And then um, I'm like, oh, where about? And then he tells me, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, no way. Dude, I grew up there. And you're like, I'm in blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, and I'm like, I, I live in blah, blah, blah. And he's like, that's where I used to live. And I'm like, dude, right across from blah, 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 high school. And I'm like, dude, I know all these areas you're saying, like the back of my hand. And <laughs> The amount of times we've both passed that area. All the time. It's wild. To, like, And so I'm like, there's, I never thought a major league year would live around that area. <laughs> And I'm like, that's wild. And then, uh, so he was really cool. Uh, C.J. Abrams was there. I, I'm sure Dom talked to him because Dom's part of the Nationals. He was his teammate for the first year. And I'm sure he's like, you got to come out to our event, man. And then, you know, he got him there. And uh, I'm trying to remember really hard right now if I met anybody else. But um, off the top of my head, those are the guys we met. Uh, the Bat Bros were there, the guys that are always interviewing players on the field and TikToks. Yeah. Um, they were really cool. They actually mic'd up a kid in the Raising, Rising Stars game, and he hit a home run with their mic. <gasps> oh, And sick. I was like, dude, there's no way. <laughs> and uh, so that Rising Stars game was pretty good. And that, kid, that kid mic'd up. He's a sophomore, and he hit it over. this. It was at a minor league, professional minor league field over a – Green monster esque wall. Yeah. What? Yeah, dude, that's mass. That's more than massive. That's yeah. galactic. I called at it, that point. I called it the sponsor monster because it was like a monster sized <laughs> wall and it had sponsors all over it. <laughs> it's, uh, just a sticker I was bomb. just like, it's the sponsor monster. <laughs> and uh, he cleared that. Um, Damn, what power? Yeah, literally. We met um, or there's this photographer girl that was there last year's well, Paige or Dinger's photography. Yeah. She's really nice, and uh, she we remembered each other. Met this girl, Julia, who works for Rock Nation, which is Jay-Z's agency. And sh- they represent, like, almost all of BBG. Like, all the guys that were there, they represent them all, basically. Rockefeller Nation. And wow. so, no, Rock Nation. I know it's Rock Nation. Yeah. I'm just saying Rockefeller. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, that was another thing I did. I went to Top of the Rock. I forgot about that, but it, it was cool. <laughs> that was the one I recommend you do at night if you're in New York. Do that, my guys, my people holy balls that's new york that's new york when you yeah. want to new york yeah and i got a lot to add in those vlogs so i might not put as many pictures in this podcast or in video because you can go see it all in those vlogs and it would take me a lot longer to edit this so <laughs> go check but, it out guys make sure to check it out. But yeah then bbg's all-star game the older kids it was close through like the first five innings and then team jp Oh my God! They ran away with it. They, they won. Just blew it up. They won like thirteen to four <laughs> after like five innings of being close. <laughs> yeah, it, they started destroying them. The bleeding. And, <laughs> but yeah, it was a, always a fun event. The lights went out before the game ended. We got no. them back on, but the lights just went out. When we were like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> got them back on. Finished the game. It was really fun. And um, I also brought snack and seeds. Have you seen their TikToks? Yeah. I bought those. The bag's actually right there. They're not in there, but the bag's right there. <laughs> and so I brought them to the game, and I was like, oh, let's try some of these. They have the churro flavor, which you can taste it, but it needs to last longer. It goes away very fast. The churro was pretty good. Barbecue was solid. We tried the garlic parmesan, which was also pretty good. And uh, I still have three left. I have cracked pepper, dill pickle, and original. You left the best ones for last. No, no. Crack pepper is crack well. Yeah, I love crack pepper. Crack pepper is my the favorite. One. But they're a new company, so we'll see. <laughs> they may, it may not hit like the others. I want to say dill. Dill might be Dill's a bit better. Right. But I found out a lot of people don't like dill. Yeah, I know. Wow. It's underrated. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, thought about huge long fun week of New York, Camp Flagna, a lot of fun, and um, I can't wait to go back next year to both of these events, Gold Glove Awards and BBG. And I'm, I'm trying to think if there's anything I need to add on for you guys. Oh, I, I don't want to end on a sad note, but our other childhood dog, Jesse, passed away when I was in New York. So um, I just want to give her all the love to end this one. And uh, I'm going to miss her. Did not get to see her in her last days. But now her and Blue get to be together again. So... They're roaming around, man. Didn't think I'd lose them both in 2023, but, you know, life is life. And they both lived good ones. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I 
I'm trying to think if there's any other news, anything that we might have done that we need to add, but I think that's pretty much it, ladies and gentlemen, unless you have something. Uh, I don't, but I will say, hint, hint, hopefully you guys will see something cool in the near episodes, so we'll see. It may or may not. Literally you, may or may not. You, you know what? Here's the hint I'll give you. Like I started this episode saying Mo- Mobo actually has another event in his life that's not his car. <laughs> so I'll give you the hint that I think you can figure it out. <laughs> but it's the final like big news that we, you've been waiting for. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Hopefully. So thank you so much, everybody, who let me be involved with Gold Gloves, Mike Thompson, everybody there, the players. Thank you, Tim Revere. Ron and Dominic Smith from BBG for inviting me back and letting me be a part of the whole thing. And uh, yeah, that'll be it. So we post our audio on Spotify at 2 p.m. on Thursdays. Ladies and gentlemen, the YouTube video goes up 2 p.m. on Fridays. So make sure you guys are subscribed, of course. Come on. Thank, like. Thank smash. you for opening your ears to our voices. Yes. And be ready for episode 44 next cuatro. year. Or next year. Next <laughs> week. <laughs> Bro, about to take like a whole month and a half off. No, I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit that on the final episode of December, and I'm gonna say I'll see you next year. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Later.